This is TF Wire, Transformers Week in Review, Episode 26, recorded February 5th, 2006. Are you ready for some football? Hello and welcome to TF Wire. I am your host, Jesse slash Matrix Prime. And on this week's show, I'm joined by Awa64. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and Pirated TV Pro. After a month and a half off, I am glad to be back. Woohoo! And we're glad to have you back, man. And if you notice, I did the annual open with beeps thing because Deepbuster Prime is unfortunately missing in action this week. Beep boop 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 beep boop boop. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but that was horrible. Yeah, it was. Are we imitating the sound from the God Machine on the Daily Show? Judaism. All right. <laughs> Episode 26. Let's do it. Alright. Okay, on to the news. Story number one. Michael Bay speaks about the new Transformer movie. The news comes straight from the horse's mouth at michaelbay.com, whose website now includes the Autobot and Decepticon insignias with the official release, release date on the main page. Bay says that the script is very close to being completed, and the shooting will begin in May and will very much satisfy both a deep fan base as well as non-Transformer fans. He concludes by saying that he'll be providing weekly weekly updates from this point forward. Story number two. Is there a Cadillac XLR coming to a shelf near you? What kind of shelf would it have to be? It would have to be able to support one really fucking heavy car. big shelf. K of InsidePulse.com reports that the next new alternator to be released in 2006 will be a Cadillac XLR. K also reports that there isn't any concrete release date or information on who this figure will be, but says that this figure will be out before Alternators Rumble. Good for him. Yes. Story number three. Bootleg G1 Optimus Prime hits the market. There are three confirmed variants of this Optimus Prime bootleg, which includes a knockoff of the original G1 Prime with yellow eyes and a clear windshield, a knockoff of the New Year's Optimus Prime with blue eyes and a blue windshield, and a knockoff of the Jafcon Black Optimus Prime. All versions come in a repo G1 style box, and the figure is currently only found on eBay and are, is selling for over $100. Story number four, IDW Beast Wars number one exclusive cover has been released. The cover, which was revealed at the IDW Publishing Forums, was penciled by fan favorite Don. First name basis again. Just Don. Don. The cover shows the Maximals ready for action with Rat Trap doing his best <laughs> impression of Tarzan by swinging on a vine. This is obviously copy description because I actually haven't seen it and I would never describe it as Tarzan-esque. <laughs> It is Tarzan-esque. More dis- really? Yes. Not more diehard-esque? Nope. No, it's it's more Tarzan-esque. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I always pictured Rat Trap as more of a yippee kai kai mother hugger type guy. Diehard? That was just me. No, not diehard. Okay. <laughs> the comic will be limited to just 1,000 copies. I'm assuming that's the limited cover version and is due out in February. Okay, last story. Palisades Toy closes up shop. This news comes from the ToyNewsInternational.com website. 
In a statement sent out by Mike Horn, the president of Palisades Toys, he says, quote, I regret to inform you that after more than 11 successful years, Palisades Entertainment has discontinued its business of manufacturing and selling licensed and proprietary action figures, collectibles, toys, and other goods. Palisades was responsible for releasing numerous Transformer-related statues and busts over the years. Post-final story story. <laughs> Minasaur test shot available. Minasaur test shot pictures are available all over the internet. I think uh, TFW 2005 has a decent gallery of them, and I've seen it a few other places too. In butt ugly color schemes. Exactly. I have no clue. Like you say butt ugly, I say G2 type. Yes. Well, butt <laughs> ugly then. I mean, I think we can all agree on that. Yes. Uh, it looks like a I like like a two year old decided to get a hold of some acrylics and start dumping it on top of it. Yeah, I like neon. Not enough that I'd probably ever actually use it when I was designing something, but it's got a certain campy charm to it. Are you gonna pick the figure up? Nah, but that's more because of the size and the color scheme. Ah. So Michael Bay actually talking about the movie in an, in an official sense. It's about time. Yeah, that's a, a saw some stuff about that on the forums on his website. A decent step forward. Or, yeah, at least the website itself. He actually has a big picture of the Autobot and Decepticon logos and like 7407 beneath it. So, a couple other times where I refer to him talking, he's been talking about the fact that he really wants to play up the whole alien-esque um, nature of the Transformers. Do you think that that might, uh, might kind of influence the design? Because I'm worried that they're not going to look like the Transformers we've all gotten used to over the years. That, you know the design qualities that, that have carried over throughout the years and that they might go with something a little bit more mechanical, a little bit more robotic looking, a little bit more kind of like some of the test test stuff that we've seen people doing over the years where you have a lot more exposed wires and exposed panels and stuff and it doesn't really look like a complete robot. What do you think? Actually, they'd, I think they'd be more likely to go in the other direction, make them look a bit more organic and creepy moving metal type stuff. Yeah. Just because, I mean, if we were actually going to build Transformers on Earth, they'd look exactly like what you described. But right, yeah, I th- I'm guessing they're they're going to play up the the alien part because I mean the main character has to be a, a human just for you know monetary reasons. So yeah, and I think some of the strongest points of at least G1 were always exploring Earth culture through the eyes of an outside perspective. Right. So what about the uh, the XLR alternator? You think it's real? You Wait and see type of attitude. Um, I got no idea. I mean, it could show up at Botcon. It kind of surprised me that it would be showing up as the first alternator of 2006, considering we actually saw uh, Mirage at Botcon and we haven't seen Hide nor Hail Hair of It in stores since. I mean, that's got to be coming out before this. Well, considering that we've actually seen that one, we haven't seen this one yet. Yeah, I'm kind of of the the opinion that just kind of wait and see, like. You know, if we see a test shot or if we see art of it, then maybe, you know, it'll be a little more excuse. But there's so many rumors going around. It's easy for someone to say, oh, hey, guys, guess what? Uh, the McLaren SL. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's going to be the next one. Uh, I saw it. I well, I'd I, certainly like to hear that. I have my doubts as to whether that would ever happen, I, too. I don't have any proof or anything, of course, but, um, you know, just wait and see. <laughs> Take my word for it. Just wait and see. Um, I'm hoping this is true, though. I, I really like the XLR. Yeah. Personally. I think it, it's, I think it looks really evil. Like <laughs> I think it looks really good as a 
Decepticon car too. I mean, I heard some people suggesting it would be good for Megatron, and it basically has everything about the uh, one car that I've been pulling for for Alternators Megatron, which is the Mercedes-Benz McLaren SLR. But I'd be happy with this too. Yeah, I mean, it has that same, same sleek kind of evil. I, I, I too would like it for a Decepticon. You know, if it was Megatron, all the better, since now we've got a, a yeah. prime mold. Yeah, because the line is though, way you know, too short on Decepticon. That's quite a, a rumbling among the fan base. It needs to be balanced out. Now, the uh, the yeah, IDW Beast Wars, that's a, as a, a bit of a uh, throwback to um, about, which is actually probably going to hopefully start to the uh, Teen Titans. Lines out a bit more. Hopefully. What just happened? I wonder if this is the start of something. You guys I mean, still there? Uh, typically you'd end up having a car company saying, we don't want to be associated with the bad guys, but on the other hand, it's a Honda Civic. It's like the most white bread car in the world. <laughs> Being associated with the bad guys is probably actually a leg up on it for the cool <laughs> factor. And it seems we've lost Pirated TV Pro. No! Tenos! Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, man. You there? Yeah, I'm still recording, so... All right. I don't know if Sweet, you... we've just been sitting here talking about how you disconnected <laughs> there for a sec. Yeah, I know. Well, what what I didn't tell the the listeners is the fact that I'm in a shed. <laughs> He's playing gardener, and uh, I'm kind of dealing with a low Wi-Fi connection. I was hoping I wouldn't have to talk about it, but lo and behold, of course, I do. Um, of course. Yeah. So I don't remember what we were saying, but if I drop out, just keep going. I think we were talking about oh. the uh, Cadillac XLR. Yeah. That and I had gone into the the IDW Beast Wars um, is actually a throwback to a, an old Teen Titans cover, um, really? with the layout and everything. So uh, I know Don did that with another one, one of the alternate covers for one of the G1 issues. He did the the Fantastic not, Four number one. Yeah, that was nope. a really clever homage there. Yeah, homage, homage, whatever the hell the word's pronounced as. So, so are you guys picking up this series, this Beast Wars series? Oh, I will definitely be picking them up. Hell yes. That this is basically the Beast Wars series is the reason why I started picking up the G1 series from from Dreamwave was to make sure that we would get a Beast Wars series. So now that we finally get this and it's being done by Dawn and it looks absolutely fantastic, I will I'm hoping that I will be happy with the story. So the preview pages looked fantastic. Yes, they do. So. Much better than I'm... than Sue's art so far. I, I haven't been a big fan of that. So. Hopefully this will yeah, help. Like Sue's art, it's been different than we've normally seen, and and it looks a bit more like a I don't know, slightly new take. Looks more like trying to make the designs functional rather than just replicating the toys. You're just not used to it because it's not puffy. That's true, and well, <laughs> it's not the puffiness so far as as the layout that I'm having a problem with. It seems like yeah. he hasn't been drawing in backgrounds, and so we just get these plain one color backgrounds that aren't that interesting, and. And yeah. yeah, I guess the dynamicness hasn't been exactly yeah, no. as much as Don's usually. Yeah, is, from the but. stuff I've seen though, in the future, I mean, he looks to be really improving. Um, some of the art that's leaked from the next couple pages and next couple issues yeah. look really good. So I'm hoping that it gets better. But maybe he just was rushed on the layouts of the preview and first issue, or maybe. Uh, they decided to throw someone in there to help him with layout design and have him keep doing the art and stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that they're doing something similar with the uh, DC Comics 52 series. They're having Keith Giffen do the uh, panel layouts, and they're having different people do the actual detail on the art. Right. Makes sense to me. Yep. So, and 
if it's working, more power to them. The the Optimus Prime bootleg. What do you guys think? <laughs> I think we have some. I think we're gonna have some real pissed off mitten seal box collectors coming up soon if it's as similar as it's been looking on the internet. Did you Did yeah. you guys see that one eBay auction where the guy was trying to actually pass it off as being original? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not hard. I mean, you you would have to keep a very close eye out to be able to to differentiate them because they're doing all they can <laughs> so far as like putting the the same logos and the same company logos on the box to make sure that you think it's the same thing. So, yep. I figure after a while the price of these will go down and we'll have some people that are going to jump on them to, you know, I I am just cuz they're damn pretty. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having the New Year's Optimus Prime knockoff. It looks it looks really really good. So, I'm yeah. I'm wanting to know what the quality is on them. Yeah. Uh, Apparently the quality is about the same as the original. I mean, it looks like it from the pictures. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'm not normally a mint and sealed box collector, but I have world's smallest Transformers Optimus Prime. I have a Power Master Optimus Prime reissue. I don't really have any particular... I mean, I have Masterpiece Optimus Prime. I don't really need a, quote, real, unquote, G1 Prime, but having one that appeared... Even though it's a bootleg, having a mitten-sealed box one would just be so damn pretty. I might actually pick one up if it was cheap, you know? Right. Everyone, that wrap up everything for everyone? I think so. Yep. All right. Well, then I guess we'll move on to our discussion topic. As uh, you guys know, and I'm sure most of the fans who are listening know, uh, Toy Fair is just around the corner. And at least for me, Toy Fair is one of my favorite times of the year, right up there with BotCon, because we actually see new things that... uh, yeah, waiting, we at, seen? <laughs> waiting, w- waiting around midnight and having things show up. And you know, there's a couple sites that have done a really good job in the past. So, um, so pure baseless speculation. What do you guys think we'll see? What do you think we won't see? Um, any ideas? Uh, new alternators. Maybe some new licenses getting picked up that we didn't think we'd be able to get before due to the uh, movie deals. Yeah. Neo G1. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's another distinct possibility. I'm hoping. I mean, we were able to see some test shots at BotCon last year, so there's no reason why they shouldn't be in a stage where they're viewable by the public. I'm guessing. I mean, I mean, at least w- at least one they figure. They were actually on. test shots. I thought they were just resin prototypes. I thought they were test shots. I mean, I don't know because I wasn't there, and so I haven't seen pictures because, <laughs> you know, I'd heard that they were either resin prototypes or just mock-ups. Right. But I mean, I would love to see them. I would love to see you know if they're not there, then you know the cardboard cutouts that they they do when they don't <laughs> have the stuff there. Um, Maybe they could bring another truck in. <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, otherwise, if we don't see Neo G One and we don't see new alternators, what are they going to show? I mean, this line has pretty much fizzled out so far. I mean, we've got the Giant Planet toys, which still have to come out. But other than that, Primus, which we'll which probably we've already seen, see, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much new stuff we're going to see, if it'll be... They could show a bunch of badass repaints and clever designs. I mean, the repaint de- the repaint department proper at Hasbro has been getting pretty good to the point where it almost seems like they took the guys who were in charge of making BotCon exclusives and just said, you know what, hell with it, why don't you guys just do everything for us? Yeah, they've been, they've been doing a good job. But I, For some reason, I really hope, and I'm guessing that we will, see see something new. I mean, the next line's supposed to come out when? August? September? September, October, sometime in the fall, yep. late, late, late summer. 2006, anyone. So, I mean, I, I'm i hoping that we'll see something new. As a fan, I, re- I would really like to see it. Maybe, 
I'm guessing we won't see anything about the the uh, the movie toy line, but no. this filler line, you know, as they're calling it, um, I'm hoping we really get to see something from that because I would be really excited to be able to to buy toys again that aren't just alternators. Yep. And you know what? From the stuff I've been looking at, you know they have the uh, Megatron as an actual gun again. Yep. Which opens the door for saying, okay, we might get other um, actual Transformers that transform into common household objects rather than miniaturizations of cars and stuff. Which, right. Well, I think they kind of soured on that after G1 because it's really hard to justify the existence of that kind of stuff in a TV series based off the stuff. Right. It's a sideline, so they're not going to have a TV series based off of it, so we could see maybe Soundwave as an iPod knockoff or something like that. Right. I know, it'd be interesting because uh, with the, the the fan club newsletter that just came out, we saw the, the Beast Wars, Optimus Prime, and Megatron shots, so we could see those because we know that yep. those are at a point where they can be shown. And then hopefully Mirage now is at a point where a, <clears throat> where a full-color can be shown even if it's hand painted. Um, yep. But then we saw Cannonball in that that, so we might be seeing a bunch of repaints. So that there's probably a, a decent chance. Yeah, some cool repaints. I would be surprised if we didn't end up seeing those. And uh... now, what about the uh, the Rumble alternator that was uh, that we saw an illustrated picture of at the Toy Fair UK? Do you think we might see that, or do you think we might Hopefully. see more just art as far as that sort of stuff goes? Because that's all they had at, at the UK was was art. Is there any reason why? Of course, the UK usually gets screwed over as far as toys go, so... Yeah, I don't mind seeing concept art. Yeah, it'd, well, be, we, it'd be interesting. If we go back to our uh, Cadillac XLR story here, and that one actually comes out before Rumble, assuming it's true, then we'll probably just see more artwork. Yeah, I wouldn't be yep. surprised if we saw it. I mean, uh, a couple years ago, um, at the beginning of Armada, they had all, all the, the sketch work and design layout stuff out, and that was pretty interesting. So maybe we'll see more of that. Yep, and uh, oh, that just reminded me. Legend of Cybertron Starscream will be repainted as Witch Seeker and given out to attendees. Witch Seeker? <laughs> yes. Okay. Harry Potter fans should uh, stop by the... No, I mean, Witch Seeker, do you, do you guys think it'll be repainted oh, as? Oh, Witch Seeker. <laughs> okay. I, th- I, thought, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was the name. I thought it was... Yeah, me too. No. I was like, okay, that's... Uh, it's kind of a weird name. <laughs> of Harry Potter and and a Quidditch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which I must be the stupid one here because <laughs> that seemed really really obvious to me when I said it. We've but. we've had uh we've had um, Skywarp, so Thundercracker or um, Sunspot I guess could be the only ones. Well, we had Sunstorm at uh, another convention, didn't we? Yeah. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Well then, it's pretty much Thundercracker or, or one of the uh, one of the unnamed millions of Seeker repaints that we've seen over the years. That where we could get a Conehead color scheme. Yeah, Ramjet or any of them. Thrust, thrust, thrust. Maybe for... an Action Master Starscream paint job. Let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, questions. Is that what we're on to now? I think yes. I guess so. I think we've killed that topic of discussion. Yeah, I think our our baseless our baseless speculation is over and done with. So, yep. Okay, so listener questions. Question one. This one comes from Update Dude. He asks, or he says, you guys seem to do the occasional mod, if not actual kit bash or repaint. How easy slash difficult is it to do that? And can a total beginner do mods like the prowl leg thingy? 
As far as the Prowl leg thingy goes, and similarly the Optimus Prime Armada Supercon leg swap, if you can operate a <laughs> screwdriver effectively, you can do these mods. Well, there, there's a couple people that I've known who have tried to do it, but don't pay close attention. You have to realize that you're taking apart a toy that has movable parts, and you need to be able to recognize where things go back, because I've had a couple people who have who have taken apart toys and then, like, you know, put... Forgotten how to put them back together. Yeah, exactly. So what, what I do is, first of all, I read about the mod usually beforehand and look at pictures that other people have taken... But when I open it up, I'll, t I'll take a picture with my digital camera or something like that, just so I make sure that I know where everything should go. And then when I take the screws out, I'll put them in little little dishes or something like that so I don't lose them, because that's a big problem that I've had. Is I try to not keep screwdrivers within arm's reach anymore, because ever since I was a kid, when I've gotten bored, I would take a screwdriver to my toys. And I never actually managed to break any of them when I did that, which was actually kind of surprising. But, I mean, there's there's many different levels of, of modding and kit bashing and repainting. I mean, oh, definitely. There's, there's the absolutely simple, and then there's the really complex, like, people like TF Master and and the Trans Repo people do. I mean... Mad respect for those guys. Yeah, it, it, it really gets down to an art point at some point. Yeah. So... And addressing the Prowl thing specifically, all you have to do is take out a few screws and just swap the legs. Yeah, like I said, there's some that are absolutely the simplest thing in the world and that anyone should be able to do, and then it, it can get as difficult as you want it to. So, I mean... Yeah. Well, the Battle in a Box Magnus and the Ratchet fixes are a bit obnoxious, but that's just because you have to figure out how to hammer a pin out of the joint of one of the toys. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I tend to shy away from doing them, um, if I can at all. There's been a couple times, like, oh, God, Ricochet's nose... <laughs> uh, the alternator. That's that's definitely going to get a, uh, a, a a layer of paint because. Oh, come on, I you just, don't like the white nose? He looks like a friggin' surfer boy. <laughs> he looks like a dude. I don't, know, I don't know. He looks like Ugg from Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> I, just, I just don't like it. So I mean, there's there are some points when a toy can be a thousand times better by doing something really simple, and that's usually when I'll do it. I won't get into anything too too deep. I, I kind of burnt out on that by doing stick fuzz and personalizing those. So yeah. by the way, could somebody refresh my memory? Did I really make a pop culture reference that obscure? Yes. Which who what? Yeah, yes you did. <laughs> Ugh from Salute Your Shorts. <laughs> I think enough people know what Salute Your Shorts is. Yeah. Alright, question two. Okay, question two. This one comes from Aqua Prime. What steps do you think the designers at Hasbro and Takara need to bring Transformers as a line to to make them more mainstream for more mainstream friendly for a movie-based toy line? Um, some of the things that I've noticed, and I've said this before, is that um, all of my friends are really drawn drawn towards the alternators, um, and I feel like there's no reason why you can't have a licensed toy line, but have it be uh, simple enough the kids can play with it. Um, I think that that would really help when you can recognize a toy as you know, a vehicle that you would see every day. I think that would help a lot as far as the, the movie toy line. Um, but but don't, don't, you, don't you think the transformation have to be a little bit easier? I, I think so. Yeah. Well, most of the most of the transformations are pretty easy nowadays. I mean, it seems yeah. like it's it's become a lot of of pull out the legs, turn them around, pull out the arms, and then have them bend over somehow, and then you've got your transformation. Um, well, now, the transformations have always been more... Well, for the majority of the space, the transformations have always been more clever than Rubik's Cube. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, usually when I take a toy out, I can figure it out. Right, but I was speaking. I was speaking more about like the alternators because you you were talking about them. Yeah. And to be more mainstream, would they have to be a little bit simpler in the transformation? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I would I would just say applying like a a real world shell to um to like what we already have as far as like Inner John and Super Link of Gone. I mean those those transformations aren't hard. But there's no reason why you couldn't, instead of having, you know, a Cybertron sports car, have, you know, a real sports car shell, as as far as selling. Um, but as far as transformation goes, I think that they're they're easy enough. I mean, I've only had a couple people, like my mom, sit down and not be able to figure out how to transform something. So as far as other parts of it, maybe uh, make the uh, concentrate more on a lower number of characters like they did with Beast Wars on the TV show, and maybe make the colors a little less flashy and a bit more toned down. Yeah, well, and I think, of course, there will be a marketing scheme that that's worked out for the entire movie, and having the packaging for the toys oh, match the marketing scheme, I'm sure will help um, as far as, you know, bringing the brand Hello? together. Hello? <laughs> did we lose him again? No, I'm here. Can you hear me? John? All right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, if we can hear you. I can hear you guys. You can hear me? Or not. <laughs> yes? No? I Hello? can hear you. Okay. Okay. Damn the shed! Say. Can you hear me? Yes? No? I can hear you guys. Uh, we heard so. you. I did anyway. Yes, you're back. Yes. God damn Hello. it! Yeah, I can hear Jesse typing. No? Yes? Hello? <laughs> God damn it! And laughing. Anyway, do we want to move on to... Yes. Yeah, we can yes. hear you. We can hear you. Okay, move on. So, do we want to move on to question three? Go for sure, it. Sure, we'll move on. Question number three. This one. This one comes from Bot Marley. This, he asks, "What other molds, or what other mold could be made into alternators that aren't cars or trucks or anything similar?" Um. Huh. Again, I'm gonna have to assume I'm the stupid one here because that makes no sense to me. You are the stupid one. <laughs> well, yeah, we've established that in the past, but. Um. Uh, he's talking about like jets or tanks. Oh, oh! What kind of real-world objects besides cars and trucks would we like to see made into alternators? Yes, motorcycles, dirt bikes, at a lower price point. Harley Davidson motorcycles. I would well, I, to keep the. I would really like to keep see the that. whole 124 thing. It would be a bit hard to do that. No, it wouldn't. Although if we're doing the other stuff, we're gonna have to throw it out the window because a 124 jet is gonna be <laughs> obnoxiously, obnoxiously large. That'd be right. I would love to see Rumble and Frenzy Not for price as 124th uh, inch, silly money, whatever, uh, like motorcycles or dirt bikes. Yeah, but <laughs> I think that would be great. Unfortunately, the casual collectors out there are going to think, "Holy shit, <laughs> that thing costs 80 bucks! I'm not buying that." <laughs> Yeah, you're right. So we'd probably be ditching the price point. And as far as the uh, stuff goes, I actually do like the idea, like I said before, like we have the mainline stuff. I would. The one weird idea I have is maybe an MP3 player for about 60 bucks. It's like cheap, few years old technology, but it's the shape of sound wave. And basically it's, I don't know, something based off a reference to G1 Soundwave retrofitted with an MP3 player instead of just being a hollow shell that's supposed to look like a music player. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And uh, past that, I guess it'd be cool to maybe see some uh, construction equipment. Alternator's Devastator could be interesting. What about some boats? Some aquatic? Boats could be interesting. Okay, question right. four. This one comes from Jane, which was posted at the tfwire.com website. 
And she says, I love you guys. Where's Pirated TV Pro Ben? Which you will answer in a second. And also, are you... Actually, she said, where's Pirate... She said, where's Private TV Pro Ben? Yeah, Private TV Pro. Apparently I joined the <laughs> army at some point. Yeah, well... Uh, now we're mad. Okay. Also, are you guys single? All your voices are sexy as hell. Please respond next podcast. Your female friend, Jane. So, in, in my experience in this fandom, most of the time when a guy or a girl says that they're a girl, they're usually a guy. So you're so, requiring proof here? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'm just saying. Um, usually, it's, it, I've had way too many Chopper 69 experiences where a guy ends up being a girl, ends up being a guy, and yeah. Um, so, yes, we do have sexy voices. Um, there's no denying that. Um, where have I been? I work uh, for a marketing company, and uh, as the new year rolls around, we get very, very, very busy finishing up projects and making sure that things go in. I have to go to conventions uh, with companies and stuff, so that's what I've been doing, working on some commercials, some website design, some program layout, and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So I'm Working on anything we're going to see in about 15 minutes? Um, no. Well, my company has been, but I have not been specifically. Yeah, so, that's a shame. Um, the career builders, monkeys, you will see uh, on the <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, Kramer Crassel, my company, does those. So, um, I, I do much smaller end stuff. So, anyways, uh, yes, I've been gone. Hopefully I'll be back more often. Um, I'm trying to work out something where my boss, where... I'll be able to take uh, a long dinner on Sunday nights if I have to come in, and so I'll be able to do the podcast. I'll just take the laptop with me. And uh, so Sexy Voices, <laughs> yes. Are you a girl? We don't know. <laughs> Post some pictures, and uh, maybe we'll believe you. So There's a second part to that question, too. Oh, what was that? Oh, are we single? Yes. I have had the same girlfriend for the past seven and a half years. Woo! So I, I am not single. I... I have my angel bot, and that's where that's going to stop. D-Buster, I, I, I believe, is, is focusing on school, even though I believe that he is, in fact, single. So, how about you guys? I, too, am focused on, focusing on school, and I'm single at the moment, so... <laughs> okay, take the bullshit that you guys just said about Matrix and D-Buster <laughs> and just copy it here. And Awa is focusing on school, so... So, <laughs> although although some of us may be single, hey, that none was of a us bullshit. Are, are looking. This is my last semester. Oh, see, he has to he has to actually worry about it. Yeah. So, and I know D-Buster is doing the whole law thing. So, so eventually he'll be a, he'll be a pretty good catch. <laughs> I mean, a lawyer. My yeah. older brother's a lawyer, and I know what kind of bank he makes. So. <laughs> yep. But so we're done. Is that it, Jane? We're done. Send it. Send, send us proof. Uh, next time I will be on a wireless connection that is not so laggy and not so crappy. TFWire so. at gmail.com. Send questions. Pictures. Pictures. <laughs> let, and if you are a female listener, let us know. I want to know if we actually have some out there. So I know there are a couple. They're usually Starscream fans. So, But until that time... I, I've noticed the odd correlation. Starscream and Prowl. Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> and then every now and then Ultra Magnus seems to be thrown in there. But... This is Pirated TV Pro signing off until next week. Holla! This is Awa64 saying, Oh my god, two X chromosomes! <laughs> and this is Matrix Prime. See ya. See you in seven. See ya!